Welcome to No Longer Hopeless. I'm your host, Lane Mercer, co-founder of LNL Ministries. This podcast is a place where you can come to get encouragement and hope restored. We showcase that there's always hope to be found for the right here and right now in the Lord. Let's get started, shall we? Hey, hope you're doing okay. Hope you've had a good week. Hope you had a good day. We're getting towards the end of the calendar month of April, which means the fourth month of the year is just about done. I hope things are going well for you as we've round the corner for this fourth month to be almost in the books for the year. If you've not had a good day or not had a good week or not even had a good first few months of the year, I'm glad you're here. You've come to the right place. This is No Longer Hopeless Podcast, and we're glad to have you. Good day, bad day, just a blah day. I'm glad to have you here. As we're, I was praying about it and seeing what we're going to be talking about for this podcast, this, this uh, episode, I came across uh, a, a pretty impressive scripture that it's easy just to kind of gloss over at times, but I wanted to slow down and think about it and share it with you and see how we can get hope from this. But before I do, I wanted to share a little tip for you when you're reading the Bible, when you're going through the different verse, books and chapters and verses, and, and an incredible practice when you're reading the Bible is whenever you come across a question in the Bible, take a moment, take a pause, stop. Just take a, a little moment of time and actually consider what's being asked. And then think, how would you answer? How would you proceed? Not necessarily how the scripture answers, like as you know what the next answer is, but just you personally. It's a good time to reflect and just see how you would answer. And even more importantly, whenever the question is coming from the Lord God Almighty, when Yahweh is asking a question, take a moment and stop. Think about what's being said what's being asked. How would you answer? I'm not saying there's a right or wrong. I'm saying just take a moment to consider it. And it could be a great litmus test for your own heart, for your own self, where you are with the Lord, what's going on. Now, when I'm going to share with you the question the Lord asked, and we're going to take a moment to think about it. But before I do, there's a key word that I want to talk about with you. And it's one that we hear at time, different times and different settings, and it's one that is a part of our everyday world, but it's the word honor, H-O-N-O-R. Now, just looking it up quickly, the definition, so we all can have the same general idea, It just here's a few, few examples of definition. It's a high respect. It shows for special merit, a recognition. It has reputation, a good name. It gives cause of credit. It's a mark or a token of distinction. It's a special recognition for achievement. These are just some definitions at just a quick search. Now, obviously, honor is going to be the focus of the verse I'm about to read to you, but I came across a really nice article, and I'm going to link it in the show notes. It explains a little bit about honor. This is from helpfulprofessor.com, so I'll link it. But they they go on and they give a few examples of what honor is, and I'm not going to go through the entire uh, webpage, but it's it's a good source, it looks like. But one of the things they say is this. Honor is often a title that is given to who has achieved something great. 
Everyone can be honorable in their own way, and it starts with what's doing what is right. And then they go in through this article, and they give some examples of honors. And like, for example, they say like, you may be honored by receiving an award for bravery. Common people who do brave acts may be police officers who put their lives on the line. Firefighters who run into a fire. Soldiers who fought valiantly. And just everyday people who stepped up when someone is in danger. They did a brave thing. It was an honorable act. Maybe you receive an award for, to, to make a better contribution to your community, it says. Awards are given to people who have been lifelong contributors to society. For example, you maybe have the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And different uh, for the United States, for example, United Kingdom, you can receive the Order of the British Empire and just so forth. Things that they recognize uh, what you've done as you're honored there. You also can be maybe even listed in a Hall of Fame. You know, it's a great honor to be listed in a Hall of Fame for having an achievement. And then, I mean, it goes on. And some other examples are you are uh, examples how you can live a life of honor. You, they, they say you can, are walking the talk. Basically, it means, we've talked about this before, but it means that you are practicing what you preach. An honorable person is one who says one thing and does not violate that principle. So the hypocrisy is the exact opposite of that. The guy professes, for example, to be an environmentalist, claims that we need to do our part, keep the world as clean as possible. The same person owns a jet and an SUV and so forth and uses so much fuel telling you to not do that. It's not an honorable person because he only points the finger of blame to others, but not really in a way to help him. Uh, Another way just to be honorable is you keep your commitment. means if you say it, you do it. Uh, You act with integrity. You have character. Uh, You respect people. Honor is not something that you demand. It's something you earn. You must show respect for other people before they respect you. And then it goes, you're not judgmental. Uh, they have some other ones that you have an empathy for what people are going through. You value and uh, your, your virtue and yourself and, and on and on. And so then it, it, this is the, the, la- the conclusion of this article. It says, honor refers to do the right thing even under heavy pressure and threat. It's about keeping your commitments and promises. Being honorable means that you deserve respect. How people see you, see your honor is what defines who you are. So it's just an interesting article on honor. I thought it was pretty good. I'll link it in the show notes. Why am I telling you all this about honor? Well, again, remember, for Bible study, it's a good practice to stop when you come to a question and take some time to consider what's being asked and think how you would answer. Even more important is when the Lord of hosts, when Jehovah, when God Almighty is asking the questions. Listen to this verse. It says the following. A son honors his father. A servant honors his owner. Then if I am a father, where is my honor? If I am a boss, where is my respect? Says the Lord of all to you. O religious leaders who hate my name, but you then say, how have we hated your name? That's from the book of Malachi, chapter 1, verse 6. So here we have the Lord of heaven, the Lord of the armies, the Lord God Almighty, 
speaking to the priests, the religious leaders of the day, the ones that were running the temple and that were the people that were in charge of making sure the people that were following God were doing right. And he starts out and he just simply says that a son should honor his father. A servant should honor his owner. Some translations may even say master. And so he quickly follows up with, if I am the father, where is my honor? If I am the boss or if I'm the master, where is my honor? Where is my respect? Says the Lord of hosts. And then he says, he tells them what they're thinking in their hearts. He tells that he says to them, but you say back to the Lord, how have we disrespected you? How have we not honored you? What great time. So let's take a moment and just look at these questions. What is God asking? If I am the Lord God Almighty, if I am the father of my people, where is my honor? Stop for a moment. Remember, we just talked about what honor is, and it's what you esteem and lift up. And then he goes again to think about this question. If I'm a boss, where is my respect? So now God is asking, where is my respect? If, if we say that he is God, he is our boss, he is our Lord, where is my respect? The God is asking this. And then he even says, you say, how have we dishonored you? How have we not shown you respect? So then that becomes the question. And we've talked about this before. Sometimes you need to look, zoom out. So if you end up reading all of Malachi chapter one, actually the entire book, it would make a lot more sense than this one verse. But basically what's going on is the priest of the day, the religious leaders were taking the sacrifices for the people and they were saving the best for themselves. And they were giving the second best or the offhand or the discarded to the Lord. They were putting the Lord in second place. They were not bringing honor to the Lord at all. They were doing themselves the justice. They were doing themselves to get the best. You know who deserves the, the best? The Lord, our God, our Father, the one that we respect and honor. He deserves our best. So basically at this point, God is calling them on the carpet. And so now look no longer just at the people that God is talking to, but look at it at yourself. Are you bringing God your best? Are you holding the best for yourself and giving him the leftovers, giving him the disregarded, the things that don't do not matter? I don't necessarily mean in the sacrificial system, but I mean, just in your everyday life, in your time, are you giving time to the Lord? Or are you just giving him the mere scraps that you have left over for whatever day? Are you giving a, a, giving a focus to being time in his word? Or are you just letting whatever scripture comes around occasionally be just the time you need? Do you spend time praying to God? Or do you just do it whenever you eat a meal? Think about that. So where's the hope, you might ask? The hope is in this, that we serve a God that is trying to correct our life. And sometimes that correction comes by asking a question, almost like holding up a mirror. Listen, I am your God. You are my people. Let me be your God. Become my people, but bring forth honor to me. Respect to me. Don't give me the seconds. Don't give me the disregarded. Bring to the Lord the best. 
Once again, hear this incredible verse. A son honors his father. A servant honors his owner. Then if I am a father, where is my honor? If I am a boss, where is my respect? Says the Lord of all to you. O religious leaders who hate my name. But you say, how have we hated your name? That's from Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. So take some time. Think about these questions the Lord's asking. Think about questions just as you come across them in the Bible. Take time to honor the Lord today and this week. I hope that you found this podcast to be encouraging and strengthening to you. If you have, I encourage you to pass it on. Tell others. Share it. If you are on a podcast platform, I would really appreciate if you could like, share, subscribe. It really helps us out. I'll get the word to you. You get the word out to others. If you do not want to subscribe to a podcast platform, but you still want to be aware when we have a new podcast that comes out, shoot an email to us and we'll be glad to put you on a mailing list to let you know when one comes out. Thanks so very much for tuning in and let's see what happens next week. That wraps up this episode of No Longer Hopeless. If you found this to be an encouragement to you, then please subscribe. So not to miss out when another goes out. If you can think of anyone who might benefit from this podcast, then I ask that you please share it. We would love to hear from you. Connect with us on Facebook by searching for LNL Ministries, or you can email us at nolongerhopelesspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, as long as you have breath within you, then you can still have the chance to be no longer hopeless.